Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode. We really appreciate you joining us. This podcast really shows us how we can all learn, live, and thrive off of each other. By sharing our knowledge through our conversations, we will impart some knowledge whilst learning ourselves how to progress even further. Here is your host. Welcome to Heart Matters with Shamichael, the pod that tells you what is good and what is old. It tells you about the heart and what matters. For young people making their way into relationships and the old trying to return romance to their relationships, you are sure to pick tidbit of actionable advice when you listen to Heart Matters. It's a new episode of Heart Matters, and today we will quickly respond to a question raised by a listener and continue from where we stopped last week. Today we'll talk on a topic how to survive breakup and overcoming the struggle to move on. How to survive breakup and overcoming the struggle to move on. I am your host and I am Michael Godwin. Thanks for being part of today's podcast. Someone sent me a question and it goes to us. I have been trying to move on for about six months now since we parted with my ex, but I just can't get over him. What do I do and how long am I supposed to get over him? I'm afraid I can't get over him because I have tried for six months now. Well, my response to that, after you break up in some relationship, you might realize that you may need to stay in touch with your ex, although you have to make up your mind and accept it has ended and try not to be friends for now. How long you need to stay in touch and the quality of contact depend on a number of factors. This is the situation that determines how long you will have to stay in touch with your ex. Some factors determine how slow or how quick you get over an ex-partner. One. The length of the marriage or the relationship can also determine how slow or fast. Now, it can be difficult to let go easily or quickly and get over an intense relationship, a relationship with a great intensity. So you can't you can't be together and you can't be apart. So sometimes you discover that you are lingering because if the relationship has stayed long and you have been together for a very long period. So it's very difficult to get over it quickly. It takes time to get over it. Another one is geographical distance. Now, if you if you have had a long distance relationship, you may have already felt quite separated for some time. So in such instances, letting go can be easy and can be very fast. So when in a situation where you don't live together, you don't stay together, so things are already as if you are not too close to each other. So with such situation instances, you can let's go easily now another issue is how secure or insecure you feel each as individual if you feel generally insecure you may find it difficult to let go however much the relationship however much relationship was damaging for you sometimes you feel insecure that if i go now this person may hurt me the more or if I go now, I may lose also things. You feel insecure in some things. So it's make you, even if this relationship is damaging, you may feel the, it will be very 
difficult to let go. So insecurity may let it be so slow to let go. Maybe insecurity for fear of what happens to you. Insecurity for maybe you don't know how you handle your, you survive without this person. So any form of insecurity may let you down. In another way, insecurity maybe trouble, problem, fighting, abusive relationship. You can easily get over such and let you move on, get over it and move on. So it also also depend on a situation of things that determines how slow or how fast. Now another thing is how difficult and stressful it is for each of you to be independent. So when you have been in a relationship where we depend on each other for long, it has been there for long, you find it's so difficult to let go easily. So when you feel you can survive, you can't survive alone. Maybe because of financial burden, when you depend wholly on him or her for financial survival, it is very difficult to let go easily. Or to, to forget, I mean to forget the relationship easily. So another thing is when it comes to sell you have to you have asset together you share asset together maybe you have assets together that you purchase together so another thing that that, that kind of thing determine with asset to selling asset uh, it, it, i mean it takes a longer time to to separate fully much longer it stays much longer if you have to sell your home and divide assets so how easy it is to divide your asset and whether or not it requires a lawyer the legal advice you have both received so sometimes the manner in which legal advice is conveyed is less than optimal so it's it's it depends on uh, how soon you get your things divided your properties divided maybe you have joint property how soon you get it divided determine how soon you let go so those are situations that determine sooner how quick or how slow you let go and you you are fully separated now and when it has to do with a uh, children if children is involved then it has to take uh, the separation may take for a lifetime yes it takes a separation without doubt hurts the children but how much and for how long depends on you and your partner so it's it speaks for itself that if you have children you need to be prepared to be parents together for the rest of your life and incidentally any future partner will need to know that you come as a package, in quote, as a package you come with your children and this so must be ready to accept you and your package. So if your children are still young, clearly there's likely to be regular contact to ensure that there's, I mean, their needs are met. So there must be regular contact with that. When you have children involved and you are separating to there must be regular contact. So it means you keep contacting them, especially if the children are young, you keep contacting your partners to make sure their needs are met and they like that. So it's it it also determine how slow or how fast your your break your breakup comes. So each of them, so it also each of the children, if you have more than one, will actually be hurt in different ways depending on their age, their relationship with you and your partner, and your relationship is through them. So it's determine how the children will break up. So it also determine how fast you let go. So how you end your long term relationship, you and your partner's behavior. It's going to make a huge difference. So please, do all you can to create a good ending. Try not to add to whatever conflict there may already be and expose your kids to further damaging roles. Be sure to get the right legal advice with reference to your children. Remember though that unless there is violence or abuses, your children need you both. Now that will end a part of the question. And I hope today's, today's topic addresses other part of the question. But before we go into, dive into the, today's proper, today's talk proper, 
Let's take a musical break. Your online radio, the new online radio that makes you happy. Hey, um, not really sure why I'm doing this. It's only been a week since he left, and feels like it's been forever. I just don't understand. Woke up late today and I still feel the sting of the pain But I brush my teeth anyway I got dressed through the mess and put a smile on my face I got a little bit stronger Riding in the car to work and I'm trying to ignore the hurt So I turned on the radio Stupid song made me think to it for a minute but then I changed it I'm getting a little bit stronger just a little bit stronger for always tuning in here's another one of your favorite tunes stay stuck welcome back today we will talk on a topic how to survive breakup and overcoming the struggles to move on part one now there's so much to say when you are heartbroken and there's so little to help suit a broken heart by a third party than it is needed by the by all that than it is done by the victim itself itself now at the very least though i want to leave you today feeling a little more hopeful so on this podcast i have a lot of strategies for you to focus on to help you to start feeling better sooner than later so the first thing i will advise is you get over him or her now to be able not to i mean to be able to not only survive a breakup but thrive again after it is first of all to really take care of yourself. You are going to need all of your natural resources to heal. 
if you still love your life and want to get the best for yourself in the area of love, decide to let go the root of the pain. It isn't that it isn't that easy, but time will heal, and trust me, it will set you up for a new beginning. Overcoming breakups means putting all your energy into taking action, so that you can gain a measure of control when everything, including your emotions, seems out of control. So just stop thinking about that person isn't going to work. You say, okay, I'll stop thinking about him. Maybe to just stop. You cannot just stop thinking about him. So here is a list with tried, I mean, tried and tested ways to help you move on from someone you love. Number one is to redirect your energy and emotion. Redirect your energy and emotion. Ask yourself how many hours you spent obsessing about your ex. Now, channel these hours into something new on yourself. Invest in your beauty, in your self-esteem, invest in your intellectual growth and well-being. Think on how are you going to spend the next 2, 5, 10, 20 years of your life. What opportunities are opening up for you without that person in your life? You are likely to have made some concession to accommodate his or her needs and wants. What restrictions and limitations would you have been facing if you were sharing your life with that person? What hurt, stress, and disappointment might you, I mean, might you have been having to deal with if you were with him or her? So what stories would you want to be telling your children, grandchildren about your life in 20 years' time? So if you could reclaim all the energy that you have been investing in obsession about in this person, in obsess, obsessing about this person, what would you be able to achieve with all that energy? That's what you should think of. How to divert all those energy of obsession into helping yourself and planning your future. First of all, being emotional costs loads of energy. You may well be tempted to spend your time thinking about the lost love, nurturing every thought about him or her. Perhaps you are even diversing, I mean devising imaginary or real plans to rekindle the love that never was or that is now considered dead by the other person. It all adds to the emotional overload you are already dealing with. Therefore, I really encourage you to ensure that your body and mind are nurtured to help you feel strong in the face of that temptation. Secondly, learn to be on your own again and enjoy it. Choose something and commit to it. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. It is time to move on. So learn to be on your own. Find something to do. Commit to it. Those time you spend with him that costs you that you have wasted away. Use the same time. Maybe that's the time you are with him. Use it to find something to do. Commit to it and start your life and live your life again. Now, point three. Ensure you sleep well. Sleep well. Sleep like a baby. Forget about the past. Sleep well. It's part of life that must come to and it has come. You let it go and it it has gone and you let it go and move on. 4. Take plenty of exercise. Aerobic exercise is great, particularly outdoors. Fast walking for half an hour a day or at least five times a week will do the trick. You won't believe how relaxed you can be and you will be far more able to think clearly and stop those unwelcome thoughts going through round and round your mind. 5. Distress with suiting music. Distress yourself with soothing music, good music. Listen to good music and take off stress. 
not the kind of music you listen to when you are together anyway and not the kind of music that make you think about him not kind of slow music that make you think about relationship of affair no 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 just pick fast beat music that you can dance to and that can make you be yourself again and then you can meditate on something positive on how to do something about your life six give yourself permission and set a time to indulge yourself in thoughts about the object of your affection not him or her take no time than 20 minutes a day then you get on with the rest of your life again shaving away thought about that person try those things now what you are going through is not who you are although it will be difficult that i mean this is the time that you need <clears throat> to focus on you and your own happiness you never did anything to cause this and you deserve to be happy and feel safe you needed happiness and true love that is why you started it in the first place so if your happiness isn't in that it means you have not you have not reached your destination please pack yourself and move on healing is a process and through it you will remember how strong capable and extraordinary you really are you will have good and bad times but every day to learn how you can survive without that partner and how strong you can be to be i mean to be yourself dear friends this is where i will draw the curtains on today's episode let's do this again next week please stay safe and know that whatever will cost you your own happiness is too expensive whatever will cost you your happiness i say again is too expensive take care of yourself bye for now In case you have any contribution as regards the question asked or you have any question, please connect with us and don't forget to send in your questions and opinion to our Facebook, Twitter and Insta account, Instagram account at shemaiket275 at shemaiket275 S-H-E-M-I-C-H-A-E-L 275 See you at the next episode. Bye. Join us again next time when we will be back with more tips, techniques, and cheats to achieve the rewards that you deserve. Thank you so much for your time today. And please, set your podcatcher so that you never, ever miss us. Bye for now, and thanks so much for listening. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode. We really appreciate you joining us. This podcast really shows us how we can all learn, live, and thrive off of each other. By sharing our knowledge through our conversations, we will impart some knowledge whilst learning ourselves how to progress even further. Here is your host. And this one podcast, this one radio info changed the direction of our relationship and move us from failing to success. This is an expert. This is an excerpt from one of the comments of our listener. It's time for Heart Matters with Sher Michael, a podcast where we discuss in detail heart matters about relationships, 
we look at the do's and don'ts in relationships and marriages. It is for old and young, married and singles, and even the divorced. I am your host, Sher Michael Godwin Agbola, author of best-selling relationship books, Conscious Dating and the Gospel According to Love. Today, we are taking an in-depth look at emotional and psychological trauma of breakup. Plus, I will teach you how to self-recover from trauma. As it is our way, we will take a music break and I will meet you when we return. Please stay tuned. Let's go. This is your radio. This is your station. Stranger to the dark Hide away, they say Cause we don't want your broken parts I've learned to be ashamed of all my scars Run away, they say No one will love you as you are But I won't let them break me down to dust I know that there's a place for us For we are the me down, I'm gonna send the blood, gonna drown them out, I am brave, I am bruised, I am who I'm meant to be, this is me, look out cause here I come, and I'm marching on to the beat I drum, I'm not scared to be seen, I make no apologies, this is me. tuning in here's another one of your favorite tunes stay stuck welcome back breakup or breakthrough whichever name you call it has in its wake attendant effects if you have experienced trauma you may be struggling with upsetting emotions frightening memories or a sense of constant danger and anger or you may be you may even feel numb disconnected and unable to trust other people. When bad things happen, it can take a while to get over the pain and feel safe again. But with the right self-help help and strategy and support, you can speed up your recovery. Whether the trauma happened years ago or yesterday, you can heal and move on. What is emotional and psychological trauma? 
emotional and psychological trauma is the result of extraordinarily stressful events that shattered your sense of straight and simple reasoning and security, making you feel helpless in a cruel world. Traumatic experiences often involve a threat to life. Any situation that leaves you feeling overwhelmed can be traumatic, even if it does not involve physical harm. It does not, it does not, I mean, it is not the object, the objective that determines whether an event is traumatic, but your subjective emotional experience. The more frightened and helpless you feel, the more likely you are to be traumatized. Let's look at the likely causes of emotional and or psychological trauma. Emotional and psychological trauma can be caused by one-time events or ongoing events or even commonly overlooked cases, not causes. Now, the one-time events are such as an accident, injury, natural disaster or violent attack. Now, ongoing can be in the, in the sense of in, in case of relentless stress such as living in a crime-ridden neighborhood or battling a life-threatening illness. Now, common overlooked causes. These are like surgery, especially in the first three years of life. Now, or even sudden death of someone close, the breakup of a significant relationship, or a humiliating or deeply disappointing experience. These are causes of, are likely causes of emotional and or psychological trauma. Now, an event will almost likely lead to emotional or psychological trauma if one it happens unexpectedly events that lead to emotional trauma or psychological trauma when it happens unexpectedly or you are unprepared for it or you feel powerless to prevent it or it happens repeatedly or someone was intentionally cruel to you or it happened in your childhood now situation like this one event like happen like that in such situation it becomes it's likely to lead to psychological or emotional trauma now factors that increase your vulnerability to trauma i mean you are more likely to be traumatized by a stressful experience if one you are already under a heavy stress load or have you have recently suffered a series of losses two your childhood trauma increases the risk of your future trauma Experiencing trauma in childhood can have a severe and long-lasting effect when the childhood trauma is not resolved. A sense of fear and helplessness carries over into adulthood, setting the stage for further trauma. Childhood trauma results from anything that disrupts a child's sense of safety. 3. An unstable or unsafe environment. 4. Separation from a parent. 5. Serious illness. 6. Intrusive medical procedures. 7. Sexual, physical, or verbal abuse. 8. Domestic violence. 9. Neglect. And 10. Bullying. Now, let's quickly look at symptoms of emotional and psychological trauma. People react in different ways to trauma. Experiencing a wide range of physical and emotional reaction, there is no right or wrong way to think feel or respond so don't judge your own reaction or those of others your responses are normal reactions to abnormal events so it no matter the way you react it is normal we have different ways so don't compare your own reaction to somebody's else reaction so if you react that just like the question someone raised in our previous episode that uh, you have been trying for the past six months to get over somebody but you cannot do it 
it does not mean you are not normal or your response to that is not is abnormal we have different ways of response by different people you understand so your responses are normal reactions to abnormal events now let's go to emotional and psychological symptoms of trauma i mean symptoms trauma symptoms one shock denial or disbelief two anger irritability mood swings three guilt shame and self-blame four feeling sad or hopeless five confusion difficulty concentration difficulty in concentration six anxiety and fear seven withdrawing from others and eight feeling disconnected or numb these are symptoms of emotional or psychological trauma now when you begin to feel these symptoms know that you are beginning to pass through you are having symptoms of you begin to feel this symptom you know you are already being traumatized so you need to work on it now physical symptoms of trauma physical symptoms of trauma insomnia or nightmares being startled easily three racing heartbeat four aches and pains five fatigues tiredness six difficulty in concentrating seven edginess and agitation eight muscle tensions now these are physical signs that you begin to see when you begin to feel them you know you are under you are passing through you are being traumatized now symptoms typically last from a few days to a few months gradually fading as you process the trauma but even when you are feeling better you may be troubled from time to time by pains memories of emotions especially in response to triggers such as an anniversary of event or something that reminds you of the trauma grieving is normal following trauma whether or not a traumatic event involved death survivor must cope with loss at least temporarily or their sense of safety the natural reaction to this loss is grief. Like people who have lost a loved one, trauma survivors go through a grieving process, which is easier if you turn to others for support and take care of yourself. So let's take a break. When we return, I will give us some self-recovery tips. Don't go away. I will be back. Even in my years to come, I'm still 
Thank you for always tuning in. Here's another one of your favorite tunes. Stay stuck. Welcome back. Here are the trauma recovery tips I want to share with you. Trauma recovery tips one get moving. Get moving. Trauma disrupts the body's natural process, freezing you in a state of hyperarousal and fear. Exercise and movement can actually help your nervous system become unstuck. Instead of focusing on your thoughts or distracting yourself while you exercise, really focus on your body and how it feels as you move. Exercise that is rhythmic and engages both your arms and legs, such as walking, running, swimming, basketball, or even dancing, works best. Notice the sensation of your feet hitting the ground, for example, or the rhythm of your breathing, or the feeling of wind on your skin. Try to exercise for 30 minutes or more, or if it is easier, 3-10 minutes spots of exercise per day are just as good. Move as often as you can as you can throughout the day now tips two do not isolate do not isolate now following a trauma you may want to withdraw from others but isolation makes things worse connecting to others face to face will help you heal so make an effort to maintain your relationship and avoid spending too much time alone you don't have to talk about the trauma connecting with others doesn't have to mean talking about the trauma in fact, for some people, that can just make things worse. That can just make things worse. Comfort, comfort comes from feeling engaged and accepted by others. Ask for support. Why you don't have to talk about the trauma itself? It is important you have someone to share your feelings with face to face. Someone who will listen attentively without judging you. Turn to a trusted family member, friend, counselor, or clergyman. Participate in social activities even if it does not feel like it, if you don't feel like it. Do normal things with other people, things that have nothing to do with the traumatic experience. You can even join a support group for trauma survival. Now, be with others who are facing the same problem can help reduce your sense of isolation. And hearing how others cope can help, you, can help inspire you. So, you can also volunteer as well as helping others. Volunteering can be a great way of I mean, a great way to challenge the sense of helplessness that often accompany trauma. Remind yourself of your strength and reclaim your sense of power by comforting or helping others. Make new friends if you live alone or far from your family and friends. It is important to reach out and make new friends. Take a class or join a club to meet people with similar interests. Connect to an alumni association or reach out to neighbors. Or work colleagues. Now, many people who have experienced who have experienced trauma feel disconnected, withdrawn, and find it difficult to connect with others. If that describes you, then you can do other tips I'm going to discuss. Now, number three, another tip is number three: self-regulate your nervous system. Self-regulate your nervous system. How do I mean? No matter how agitated, anxious, or out of control you feel, it is important to know that you can change your arousal system and calm yourself. Mindful breathing is one way. Now, if you are feeling disoriented, confused, or upset, a quick way to calm yourself is through mindful breathing. Simply take 60 breaths, focusing your attention on each of your breaths. Now, another one is sensory input. 
Now, does a specific sight, smell, or taste quickly make you feel calm? Sometimes, maybe what you smell, what you perceive, what you taste, or what you hear can make you feel calm. Maybe it is music or something. Whatever makes you feel calm, you do it. That's what I mean by sensory input. So, or maybe petting an animal or listening to music to quick suit you. Everyone responds to sensory input a little differently. So, experiment, experiment to find what works best for you. So, when you find what good for you, you use it. Maybe if it is your taste, if what you eat, you eat it. If something you perceive, go close to it and perceive it so as to make you feel calm. If it is something that you listen to, go and listen to it to make you feel calm. Whatever thing that is your sensory input, go and do it. Practice and make you feel calm. Another thing is staying grounded. To feel in the present and more grounded, sit on a chair. Feel your feet on the ground and your back against the chair. Look around you and pick six objects that have red or blue in, in them. Objects that have red or blue colors in them. Notice how you breathe, how your breathing gets deeper and calmer. So you look at those, those colors, those things you pick. When you sit, relax with your back and you your leg on the foot, pick your, leg, your foot on the ground, pick those objects and begin to look at them, look at the colors. It makes you feel calmer. Calmer. Now, tip number four. Take care of your health. A healthy body increases your ability to cope with stress from a trauma. Get plenty of sleep. After a traumatic experience, worry or fear may disturb your sleep pattern. A lack of sleep can make your trauma symptoms worse and make it harder to maintain your emotional balance. So go to sleep and get up at the same time each day and aim for 7 to 9 hours of sleep each night. Avoid alcohol and drugs as their use can worsen your trauma symptoms and ex I mean, exacerbate, exacerbate your feelings of depression, anxiety and isolation. Eat a well-balanced diet. Eating small well-balanced meals throughout the day will help you keep your energy up and minimize mood swings. Reduce stress. Try relaxation techniques such as meditation, yoga or deep breathing exercises. Schedule time for activities that brings you joy such as favorite hobbies. Now, these are the four tips I want to share with you that will help you, your self-recovery tips. Now, but before I close on today's discussion, I will leave you with this. Have this on mind. Recovering from a traumatic event takes time and everyone is at his, at his or her own pace. But if months have passed and your symptoms aren't letting up, you may need professional help from traumatic experts. Seek the help of emotional or psychological Trauma. If you are a psychological trauma, if you are having trouble functioning at home or work, or you are suffering from severe fear, anxiety, or depression, or you are unable to form close, satisfying relationship, or you are experiencing terrifying memories, nightmares, or flashbacks, or you are avoiding more and more things that reminds you of the trauma, emotionally numb and disconnected from others, or using alcohol or drugs to feel better, find a trauma specialist. Walking through trauma can be scary, painful, and potentially traumatizing. Therefore, this healing work is best done with the help of an exper experienced trauma specialist. So get this. When your symptoms are getting worse and you are working on it, it's not working. Please get a, an experienced specialist. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Heart Matters. We hope you are enjoying it. Please be sure to subscribe so that we can join you again. And if you appreciate the show, please jump over to iTunes and give us some stars.
For more tips and notes from the show, keep a date with us every Friday, 8 p.m. You can reach me on Facebook, Instagram at shemichael275 at shemichael275. Thank you. Talk to you next week. Bye for now. Loved what you've heard on this week's episode? Well, well, the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Thank you.